Hello, Restart Recharge listeners. I'm Matteo Sulze, your new co-host on this incredible journey of tech coaching and educational innovation. And I'm Katie Ritter. You've heard us talk about building bridges between coaching islands, but today we're taking a slight detour. Absolutely. We're docking at my island for a brief moment to give you a closer look at who I am. That's right. I did a little bit of sleuthing and I've unearthed some fun and quirky questions from Mateus today to help our listeners get to know our new co-host a little bit better. I am both excited and uh, a little bit nervous for sure. <laughs> well, this is payback for you oh, uh, sharing my high school senior yearbook photos. That was fantastic. <laughs> Those were great pictures. You have nothing to be worried about. <laughs> um, so trust me, gang, it's going to be a fun ride. Uh, let's start super easy and let's help our listeners pronounce your first name. Yeah, that one is, uh, that's a lot of vowels usually in my last name. Um, so my first name is Matthias. Um, lots of people call me Matt, but my last name is uh, Hülse. It's very German. I'm from Germany originally. Um, my wife, she's a born Smith. Bless her heart, she took my last name. <laughs> she's the one who figured out how to teach it properly. So she always says phonetically, it's spelled H-O-O-L-Z-A. Hulza. That so. it helped me. <laughs> awesome. So Matthias, give us like a quick rundown on your education journey. And I know you'll kind of talk about it throughout the season, but where did you start? How'd you get to Forward Edge today? From yeah. Germany to Forward Edge in that's, Cincinnati, Ohio. That's quite the trip. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I was born in Poland and I ended up in Germany with my parents and I got my high school diploma, finished all that in there. And then I wanted to become a doctor like most undergrad want to sure. become a doctor and um, uh, in Germany you can study for free but it, but you have to wait so they told me I can study medicine in four years but I, I cannot study anything else but it doesn't count if you go abroad so you can go abroad and study and then it's okay after high school I decided that I wanted to go to the United States and finish a degree in biology so I got um, to Transylvania University. I got to know some friends there and I applied all over the country, but Transylvania offered me the most money. So that's where I went. Naturally. Yeah. And then <laughs> I, I made friends. I met, I met my wife and, you know, I've been here for a little bit and got stuck. Spouses have a way of keeping you Happily, in a yeah. place. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and now it's been about 10 years after college, I went and got my master's degree and I, I learned that sociology is what I got my undergrad in and I wanted to keep going with medicine, but the connection to me was public health. So I wanted to go into public health, but then I found out it costs money to get a graduate degree. Did you know that? I didn't know that. So I had to get some way of fin financing it. Painfully so, I know that. <laughs> Crazy. And then I uh, reached out to a bunch of different departments and different colleges at the University of Kentucky, and they needed someone to teach German as a teaching assistant. And the only requirement they put on me was, uh, I have to get a master's in German at the same time. So I started the German master's and the public health master's at the same time um, and was teaching. And it, it was, I, I think, at that moment that I kind of fell backwards into it and I realized this is, this is enjoyable. I, I love teaching and connecting with those kids and making them progress and make step forwards. That, it was just fascinating. This was the beginning of it. Mm -hmm. And then I started adjuncting at a couple of universities here and there because I had the connections. And eventually I decided it's time to you know, settle down get health insurance. Um, and a high school <laughs> offered me a spot. So I was like, okay, let's go. And I committed for five years at that high school. It was a great time um, and taught German to a lot of very interesting, very excited young kids. Awesome. And you also coach soccer, right? You're a big yes. soccer fan. Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll probably hear about that. <laughs> um, and fun fact. So actually your wife was a 
freshman when I was a senior and we went to the same high school. Yeah, that was the connection. That's how I actually got the pictures uh, from you, <laughs> of you in high school. That Fun was... surprise. Yeah. Uh, but small world. I mean, I think the office deserved to know that you got voted best hair. I think we all had to know that. Ah, well, our listeners would be surprised to hear that today. <laughs> no, I think that's that's not true at all. Oh, that's funny. Um, okay, not about me. Let's dig into some fun questions yes. um, about you. So, okay. So many of our, as you learned, working in education now, um, it's kind of a, a dominated female industry. So we're, we're going to ask a question that might appeal to our female <laughs> listeners here more so than male, but given you watch it, I mean, don't mean to stereotype here. I am a fan. Uh, what is your favorite franchise of The Real Housewives and why? So um, I, I would like to start off by saying that I've been married for 10 years and Yes, I am one of those stories where you sit on the couch and you're like, what is this show? Why Why are we watching this? And progressively, you end up sitting behind the screen and just wondering, oh, my God, did she just say that? The drama. So fantastic show. I am you all about that. rushing to get through dinner so you oh can go back gosh. and watch it. <laughs> yes. Those, I mean, this is great reality TV. But I think, honestly, if you have to choose, I started watching season one, episode one of Orange County and... The very first season is so different and so exciting to me because it just feels like truly real and it's a different show. Uh, and you kind of see the progression. That's, I think, my favorite. Season one, OG, OC, Vicky Gunvalson, sign me up for that. Okay. I don't watch Real Housewives. Never seen an episode. So, listeners, if you're out there and you agree, disagree, <laughs> yeah. just... holler at Mateus on social media and yes, give please. him your thoughts on that one. Or my um, opinions. Okay, so next one. This completely shocked me when I found this out about you, but also the more I know about you, the less shocking. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite type of ballroom dancing? Oh, yeah. And you um, do know that I'm obsessed with dancing with the stars, and it's my dream to be on oh, the yeah. show. Oh, so yeah. I'm slightly to, to very... <laughs> Jealous. <laughs> yes. Um, well, I'll tell you, we, we can do a little bit of like, you know, a promenade here and there. Uh, I'll, I'll teach you a step or two. I have no problem with that. Okay, but great. Um, jives. I love the jive. It's so energetic. It's so fast. Um, I've always thought it was, it looks kind of silly at first because this, you can be very exaggerated. But uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I like a quick, fast jive. That's so my choice. How did, how did you get to the point where you know the jive and multiple ballroom styles to even have a favorite oh i mean it was just what we did in in high school in germany i mean it was one of those things okay so first of all it was one of the ways to also meet girls and that worked um but the other way the other reason <laughs> target rich environment oh uh, yes no not me i mean she she was anyway so we had a very very good time dancing and learning this it was just one of those things you did when you were like 15 16 in high school in germany you just went to a dance school and you learned basic ballroom dancing skills and if you liked it or if you got asked to stay you start competing that is awesome. And you, and you competed, correct? Yeah, yeah. Never got more than a bronze, but yeah. Whoa, don't sell yourself short. Hey, I mean, it wasn't, it was just in my hometown, but it was a great experience. Yeah, that is awesome. I love that. So interesting. <laughs> um, okay, what, tell us about your favorite teaching memory. Oh my gosh. So there is obviously a teaching memory, but my favorite memory with my students was probably running Dungeons and Dragons Club at the end. Okay. Oh my gosh. Uh, just the creativity and watching the the kids play these stories and get wild and, and uh, absolutely let this go. And I, I thought that was one of my favorite things that I've done for a while with the kids. 
Um, but I think I feel it, like you would be able to take some. Uh, I've never played Dungeons and Dragons, so I only peripherally understand the concept. But I just feel like you would take some of their ideas and creativity and probably bring it to life in the way that you <laughs> took like one idea. You can't see. Maybe if you're watching a video snippet, you can at least see our new background setup right now but what you can't see even if you're watching video is just there are four different lights three different cameras we've got multiple monitors we've got setup galore because you take creativity and you run with it hey i i enjoyed setting this up and i just needed another excuse to get out all the ring lights i happen to have stashed around so i do appreciate the ring lights if we're going to be on camera <laughs> yeah i think that <laughs> we look good katie we look great yeah <laughs> um okay last one fun one tell us a story about how you got your driver's license oh uh yeah that is one of my favorite stories to tell so a little cultural and context clarify, is this in germany or america so both actually okay. this was this was <laughs> this was me you know playing the system a little bit but it is one of my favorite stories in germany if you want to get the driver's license it'll cost you around around two thousand euros it's around two thousand dollars because you have to do driving lessons and you have to do tests and all that stuff and it costs a lot of money and in germany you can use public transport like i when i came to the united states i was 19 i didn't have a driver's license mm. but I found out that living here for one year, you're eligible to start learning getting your driver's license. So I went to um, the DMV, took the $12 test to get my learner's permit, which allowed me to practice, which I did with my lovely wife who taught me to drive. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Kelsey. Oh, um, that's awesome. And the kicker, though, is I took I don't that... know if I'd be married today if my husband taught me to drive, but anyway. Well, she ended up being a part of the barrel and something else that I needed to parallel park into. It was a very stressful moment oh, for me. Oh, that's funny. Sorry. Go on. No, you're good. But I think the... the, the, the the funniest part to me is I took that permit, which is not a full driver's license. I went to Germany and I went to the German DMV, my hometown, told them I got a U.S. license and they just translated it and took it and gave me a full German driver's license. Okay, so watch yourself on the roads in Germany, folks. Yeah, I went back. <laughs> the public transit. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I'm a very safe driver. I have not had any accidents, but I'll Everyone tell you. Everyone thinks the Versailles are a good driver. That's true. That's yeah. true. But at the end of the day, I came back, took the German license. Gave it to Kentucky, and they gave me a full Kentucky license. Now I got both. And so I, you've never actually sat in a I never got tested. Exam. No. Well, I mean, that $12, like, permit exam I took once. Yeah, but that's just, like, theoretical. How thick does the tread in your tires have to be? Yeah, right. And then there was one question about, like, do I stop for a funeral procession? I remember that question. That threw me off. I think it was a, it was a weird situation about a funeral procession and a train stop. So I didn't I didn't know what I a real humdinger. Yeah, this, this came out of nowhere for me. <laughs> when, when in doubt, stop for trains. Yeah, that's true. Oh, goodness. Okay, well, that is super fun. And hopefully, listeners, that gave you a little bit of insight um, into the fun that Mateus and I will be having as co-hosts on the podcast. So hopefully you enjoyed it. We're looking forward to having Mateus on and um, just excited about already, you know, from a physical standpoint, the creativity you've brought, but um, just knowing you and your work with our coaches and, and team, I'm excited for our listeners to to get to hear and learn from you on the podcast as well. I'm a, I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to um, communicating and uh, talking to all of our community friends and building a couple more resources and showing you a few more things and having great conversations with some awesome guests coming up. Yes. So um, don't forget to follow us on social media, on our, our, our coach cast, on all the social media. And then do you want to share your handle too individually, sure. Mateus? Absolutely. If you want to follow me, I will also talk about AI stuff and all the podcast news that you can find. So follow me at, at coach underscore 
Hülse, that is H-U-E-L-S-E, that is at coach underscore H-U-E-L-S-E. Awesome. So I think that's it for today. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening in, for tuning in. And until next time, this is Restart Recharge. A Tech Coach Collective. You know, I was the one who made the joke how this was supposed to be a one take. That didn't work out, did it? No. Don't overthink it. Yeah.